Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Pulse of St. Louis. Welcome to the Pulse of St. Louis. I'm Shirley Washington. You know, it won't be long before one of the hottest attractions in the Gateway City opens to the public, the St. Louis Aquarium at Union Station. Come with us as the Mississippi takes you below the surface, where you will explore the world's great waterways. Joining me now, Tammy Brown. She is the newly appointed executive director of the St. Louis Aquarium at Union Station. And Diane Bayhoff. She is the executive director of the St. Louis Aquarium Foundation. Thank you both so much for being here. I know you get chills every time you see the video because I do. This is pretty cool. Tammy, just give me your impression. What do you think? It is a fantastic, fantastic project, and I am so honored to be joining it um, at this late date. But um, <laughs> so much that it has was easy to draw me here. So what was the attraction for you? No play on words meant at all there, <laughs> but course. what attracted you of to course. this project? Well, I uh, came from the Cleveland Aquarium, mm -hmm. and we were in a historic building, and a very similar concept of uh, making sure that every guest has an opportunity to interact with the animals and with our um, guest experience associates, so it felt very familiar, but uh, it's about three times bigger, so it was a very exciting opportunity. Yeah, so you're saying the St. Louis Aquarium is three, is three times, times bigger, bigger than the Cleveland Aquarium. Mm -hmm. yeah. Really? Right. That is something else. Diane, your thoughts when you see this video? I mean, it's amazing. Oh, I love this video and they did such a great job of really showing what a visitor is going to experience when they walk through this aquarium opening in a few short months. So, you know, you start with your Mississippi River adventure and really, you know, showing people what animals are living right here in our backyards and then all the way uh, to the ocean shores and, and then to the depths of the ocean. So it's just a great uh, visual and I'm excited to see it come to life. So how many different exhibits will actually be a part of the aquarium? There are about 30 exhibits. It's 13,000 animals in the wow. collection, right? Um, but th those are just the main exhibits. And then there will be stations where you can stop and interact with one of our team members and maybe um, touch another animal or a, a skeleton or something along those lines. So the saying is that every single guest is gonna get their hands wet, maybe even a little sandy, um, nice. <laughs> and discover just a lot about our aquatic friends. Yeah, so Diane, give me a sense of what's being done to make sure everyone has access to the aquarium. Yeah, um, so the St. Louis Aquarium Foundation is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and our goal is to work with the St. Louis Aquarium um, to make sure everybody ha can have access to it. So we're, we have what's called our H2O Friends program, um, Help to Our Friends, and um, that program will provide um, opportunities for kids in Title I schools, underserved individuals to come to the aquarium for free. We'll also have stipends for transportation, because sometimes that's a bigger hindrance is even getting the transportation to leave the schools. Um, but also in even education programs. So we really want to make sure everybody has an opportunity to visit. So are there programs designed specifically for students? 
Yes, so there are education programs that uh, run through the foundation as well. So uh, we're working with area teachers and trying to build those relationships with the schools and letting them know what's to come as well. Um, so they can come on field trips, but then they can also add on an additional kind of a more uh, STEM focused type of class, you know, a 30 minute kind of thing that then you can take into the aquarium as well. That's pretty exciting because kids get excited about field trips. They get excited about interaction when they can actually touch the animals and the critters. I, I think that's going to be such a great and exciting learning tool for teachers and for them. So this is for schools throughout the St. Louis area? Oh, sure. I mean, definitely, you know, we, I think, I don't remember the exact number, but have at least 50,000 people, you know, projected wow. to come in just from school groups, you know, right. um, whether they are free or paid. So um, it'll be a great opportunity. And really, um, even on a field trip, like she said, you know, you're going to come in and even if you don't do the extra class, there will be many opportunities to see animals up close and to touch them, um, or at least to have somebody show you something really up close. So it'll be very educational, but in a fun way where they don't know that they're learning. I know, right? That's the best way. <laughs> so Tammy, we've seen a lot of the construction crews down there, they're building. Give us a sense of the timetable and if everything's on schedule. We are, it is a tight build, but if we are on schedule. We're still looking at a December open. Wow. So give me a sense of just how big is the aquarium? How much water? And we talked about the exhibits and that, that kind of thing. But give me a sense of overall. You said this is three times larger than the Cleveland Aquarium. Right. In terms of, in terms of square feet. So it's about 120,000 square feet of space. And then it's about a million gallons of water. And the biggest exhibit is 250,000 gallons of water. Um, our one in Cleveland, our biggest exhibit was 230,000 gallons of water. And I can tell you the first time we filled it, we connected a fire hose and we turned it on and 12 hours later it was full. So that'll give you a sense of the scope of how much water we're talking about. Yeah. So because you've actually been involved in an opening of an aquarium before. So give me a sense of the process when you walk through it to make sure everything is working properly, all of the exhibits, all of the animals, and, and where are all the animals coming from? I mean, there's so many questions. <laughs> I know, I know, it is a lot. And thankfully, we've got a great, great team. One is focusing totally on the operations side, and one focuses totally on the animal side, and really that's the best way to do it. So on the animal side, um, we're bringing in animals from other facilities around the nation and then um, so, uh, accredited facilities and then they'll get here over time um, prior to the opening a couple months before opening they'll get acclimated what they'll get um, into their exhibits and all of that happens at the same time that we're getting what's called the life support systems um, that has to happen first of course before the animals get here so it's just there's so many moving parts to that I, I, I really appreciate Aaron and his work in doing that <laughs> and then on the flip side Jonathan he's in charge of figuring out how are we going to move people through the aquarium how do they get their tickets when do they get to see this um, show or that interaction and um, again there are just so many details and I'm so grateful that such a great team is in place. That is a lot to think about. It Diane, is. give me a sense of what the foundation is working on. Yeah, um, so we're obviously setting up the nonprofit and um, setting up our education programs right now. So probably in the next few months, you'll see those on the website. Um, when other things start popping up on the website as well. Um, so teachers um, or individuals can look at what opportunities are out there to sign up for. Um, but we're also working on our conservation and education center, which will be a free space, um, right, it's right off the lobby of the aquarium. And uh, so anybody can go in. And I like to describe it as like an interactive, science-based kind of exhibits, but all to the uh, theme of water stewardship. 
So um, the Mississippi River um, and just the importance of water to animals, you know, the ecosystem, but also humans, um, and how we can all be better stewards of water. So the kids can come in, or adults, and uh, really interact in a variety of ways. So we're in the process of creating those exhibits and working with the fabricators. Um, so that'll be another great experience for people to do, um, you know, either on their way in or on their way out of the aquarium. So give us the backstory. When you set up the foundation, did you look at similar foundations across the country or around the world and you pick and choose what you would think works <laughs> yeah. best for you. How does that work? Sure. Um, it was definitely important for the founders to have this nonprofit, you know, partner and arm to the aquarium as well. Um, there's a variety of different structures out there, which, you know, Tammy can certainly tell you as well. Um, but there are a few other aquariums structured very similarly to us. Um, there's one in Kentucky and one up in um, uh, New Jersey, I believe. And uh, so we've talked to them and definitely done benchmarking with them and, you know, gotten their advice and feedback as right. well. But then you also have to make it work for you and your yeah. organization. So we've, you know, made tweaks along the way as well. But it's been a, a really fun and interesting process yeah. as well. And Tammy, I know you were just appointed the executive director of the St. Louis Aquarium at Union Station, but you actually opened the aquarium in Cleveland and led that process. So what is involved in that? Do you actually take site tours, or other cities that have aquariums, and then you decide, oh, that works nice, or that'll be good here? How does that whole process work? Sure. I mean, we're all inspired by each other. The truth is there are probably 200 or so aquariums across the nation that are independent aquariums um, not affiliated with a zoo or something like that. And we all share information. It's a great collegial or um, group of people. And so, yeah, absolutely. We tour not only other aquariums, but just other attractions in general to see what's working for them, what's exciting, what's new in technology, constantly out there learning. So will there be a process where there will be live performances? Like you, I think the Shed Aquarium in Chicago, they have like a seal show. Will we have something like that at our aquarium too? We will absolutely have opportunities that our biologists can work with the um, guests and inform them about what they're doing and why they're taking care of the animals in a certain way, what the animals eat. Um, plus we'll have scuba divers in our exhibits, that's a key piece of maintaining exhibits. They have to get in there to clean and to vacuum the sand and all that sort of thing, but they're also in there to educate as well. So our guests will have a chance to interact with our divers. I'm glad you mentioned that because you see them on occasion when you go to aquariums, you see the divers in the big tanks and in the big exhibits. So how do you go about hiring those divers and making sure that you have the people that are best qualified and a good fit? Right, right. Well, and that is true because um, we, uh, hiring scuba divers in a place that has a beautiful river but not a lot of um, diving opportunity, it's a little bit of a challenge. But there are certainly a lot of people who love scuba diving, who are passionate about it and want to share why they are passionate and those are the folks we're looking for yeah. um, so the ones who really just can't get enough of being underwater and want to tell everybody about what they're seeing that's what we'll be looking to hire and then but what kind of experience do they have to have do they have to have experience working with the animals or cleaning out such facilities because those are big big exhibit halls they are yeah absolutely yeah uh, really, we want them to be completely certified um, scuba divers, obviously, and we want them to be very comfortable with their equipment, so we'd like them to be kind of a, um, 
a seasoned pro on that in that way because we are going to put them into an exhibit and teach them how to do these things. Uh, there are probably very few people who are here now who have cleaned an, an aquarium exhibit yeah. on this scale, right? So we know that that's part of what we'll have to train. So we're really looking for people who have those skills, the diving skills, and then who, again, are just passionate and love to talk to people about what they're seeing. Yeah. Have we considered, Diane, overall how many jobs this whole project will produce? Do we have any numbers in that? Because it's gotta take people to make it work. We know that. We right? do, and she probably actually goes yeah. through the numbers better than I yeah. do. Um, yeah, because there's the foundation, there's the aquarium, right. but then there's the whole Union Station facility yeah. as well. Um, I have heard that it'll go up to around, I think, um, 600 or so, so we're having like a 40% increase in employment jobs. just in that whole like, yeah. Union Station property, which counts the hotel and right. um, everything. So you might have a better yeah. uh, stats. So, so, so Tammy, when we, t when we talk about employment opportunities at the aquarium, um, I'm thinking restaurants, exhibit halls, um, people who will be taking tickets or rather at the cashier station, I guess is what I'm thinking. Sure. So give us a sense of how many people this one facility can employ. We are looking at uh, between 75 and 100 team members on the aquarium staff alone. And then there are other pieces of the attractions. So there's the rope course, there's the mirror maze, there's our wheel, you know, there's just all kinds of things going on there. So lots of employment opportunities. And uh, we are doing a lot of hiring right now for our animal care team. And then we will move into the operations side very shortly, probably in September, we'll start looking for team members. And again, you don't have to know about the fish necessarily. We can certainly teach you that. But what you want to be able to do is talk to guests that you've never met before, be really outgoing and excited. That part of it, um, we can't teach as easily. So we're looking for people who love to interact with the public. All right, I've got to take a break. But when we come back, I want to talk more about the employment opportunities because that's a big boost for downtown St. Louis. And we also want to talk about the St. Louis wheel. So stay with us. We are back in a moment. hear more, listen to the podcast. Just search for The Pulse of St. Louis. Welcome back to The Pulse of St. Louis. We are talking about the hottest attractions, the hottest, newest attractions that are coming to St. Louis. We're talking about the St. Louis Aquarium at Union Station, and now we want to talk about the St. Louis Wheel. I know most of you have seen it. If you've been downtown, you can't miss it. So, Tammy, this is another huge huge venue for St. Louis. Tell us about the St. Louis wheel. Yeah, huge, you're not kidding, it's 200 feet tall, <laughs> right. so it's, it is huge, yeah. no question. Uh -huh. um, I hear that from the top, you'll be able to see about 20 miles out, so wow. it will be really, really cool. And um, each car, you can get eight people into it. That's crazy, and I'm looking at this video as it's being built, and it's amazing to see when you go downtown, right next to Union Station, you can see it. Oh, yes. So the wheel is up, but we're waiting for the cars to go on, I guess, right? And lights. Yeah. So the lights, I think, come first, actually. Um, mm -hmm. You'll probably be seeing them sometime soon. It's an enormous number of LED lights, and they'll do a light show. So they'll blink in different times with different um, music scores. Nice. It will be very cool. And then tell me about the gondolas that are on there, because I saw a news story, and one of the executive directors or one of the spokespeople were saying, they're going to be air conditioned and heated. Absolutely. Diane's nodding her head. <laughs> Year round attraction. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Right. 
That's crazy. And then there's a VIP car too? There's a VIP car and I hear, I haven't seen it, but I hear that it has, so all of them have glass windows all the way around, but the VIP car also has a glass floor and leather bucket seats is what I hear. Leather what I bucket hear. seats. <laughs> Sounds like a new car, right? Right. This is really nice. Uh, so in addition to the wheel, there's also a mini golf course? Mini golf and a carousel. And then in the aquarium facility, there will also be um, right next to it, a ropes course, including a little one for our little guys. And then a mirror maze. So there'll just be so much to do. This is really thrilling for St. Louis. And you talk about boosting the economy. This is going to be great, Diane. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that really attracted me to, um, you know, coming onto this venture. And um, I just love the vision and the direction for it. And while I didn't grow up here, I love Union Station and love what it means to downtown. And um, I just saw this great vision and putting it all together and seeing it come together is great. But it's great for our city um, and getting people downtown and, you know, and just enhancing our tourism as well. It all benefits the whole city. And then with the addition of a soccer stadium coming soon and you know a few years I mean there's just such great positivity happening downtown um, with the arch ground redevelopment and so many other things so um, it's definitely on a great tra trajectory the momentum is unbelievable it is. and now is the time you know if you have any great ideas you know <laughs> get in on it right now right yeah. so you were saying that you're not from st. Louis so where are you from originally Diane well I grew up in Arkansas but I lived mm -hmm. in San Antonio Texas and I worked there at a zoo uh, for seven years mm -hmm. and um, lived there for about 15 years but I've been here now for 15 years, I guess. Almost. Yes, so. you're St. Louisan. I, totally, I count myself as that, but I right. know it's different. Right, right, yeah, right. I didn't go to high school here. Right, I know, right? That's always the question. Where'd you go to high school? Tammy, what about you? Give us your uh, background story. Uh, I've been here for 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to St. Yeah, Louis. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Where'd you come from? I came from Ohio. I was in Cleveland for the last um, lots of years, <laughs> and um, Boston before that, but I grew up in Ohio, right. and um, St. Louis has been so welcoming and I am so grateful for everybody being um, so uh, happy to, to help me learn navigate it and yeah. learn what uh, is happening here right. but there is a great vibe right now I'll tell you that when I came out here for the interview one of the first things I did was to ask the uber driver so what's going on here just to see what he would say first thing he said was oh there's this amazing project at Union Station oh, nice. and I said oh okay nice. <laughs> so nice. there's a lot yeah. of excitement for it so tell us a little bit about your professional experience because obviously you open the aquarium in Cleveland but you've been involved with museums as well Yes, so I've been at everything from a history museum to an art museum to the aquarium. So I've had just a blast in my career. And then I did spend about seven years uh, with our tourism bureau in Cleveland too. So my heart definitely is in the tourism world and attractions. And I can't believe how lucky I am to have made a career in a field where people come to your organization to have a good time. I mean, what a blessing mm -hmm. that is. I know, right? Yeah. Well, then you know better than most what attractions like this can do for a city. So talk a little bit about that, the significance of that um, when you have such an attraction and then the marketing factor that goes into it, because I'm sure this is going to be marketed across the country. 
Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the, the aquarium world is pretty small, so there was a lot of chatter that I was hearing in Cleveland about the St. Louis Aquarium. Wow. No, no question about it. Mm -hmm. So, the, But the Cleveland Aquarium, we're in a historic building. It was an old powerhouse uh, right on the bank of the Cuyahoga River and, the, and Lake Erie. So um, it was a, an area that was very industrial, and when the aquarium came in, um, there were a couple other like banquet facilities and things, but we were the first real family attraction on the river. And since then, now we've got restaurants that have popped up. People are building residences down there so fast that they can't, they're sold before they're even finished being built. So I, I would be foolhardy. That, uh, yeah. yeah, it would be foolhardy for me to say that was all because of the aquarium, but it is definitely a factor. You know, when you start seeing crowds of people in a location, everything does sort of follow. So I would say that there's a you, lot of you, good stuff yeah, happening. That could happen here in sure. St. Louis because of that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So how do you go about marketing these new venues so that people will come? You know, the old thing, if you build it, they will come. So right. we're, we're, we're building it, so they're almost open. So Right, right. Well, um, the team, uh, marketing team has been doing a fantastic job of building an email newsletter and building up our social media and all that sort of thing. So the first year of promotion is really going to be focused, I would say, on the residents in this region, really. And then, of course, we'll be working with uh, Visit St. Louis to think about how can we start bringing in the tourists who are in town and the convention attendees and all that sort of thing. So it kind of layers on. You start with the residents, then you build out to the tourists. Yeah. So, Diane, we have your web address that we're going to put on the screen for the foundation. Mm -hmm. Tell us what can people find on the website? What kind of information is available? Yeah, there, there is information up there now as well. There's also uh, will be more being posted in the fall. So, for example, right now, because um, people are asking, how can I be involved in this? And they, they feel the excitement and they're excited and um, they want to be a part of it. So one way you can do that is to go to our website and um, there's a commemorative fish you can do. So it's the 125th anniversary of Union Station this year year so that's just happened to be an exciting uh, year to open an aquarium there and so a lot of people have great memories of Union Station in downtown that um, and you can get your name on a little fish plaque and it'll go up on our these uh, like recognition monuments as you walk into the aquarium so they'll be beautiful but also functional and uh, so you can get one of those and there's price ranges from 50 and up so it's a really way, way anybody can kind of get involved well that's, so that's been cool. very successful so yeah, far, yeah. So, so what do they look like you just get your um, name on them yeah yeah yep. okay. they're little uh, there's a like this size one a damsel <laughs> fish and then it goes up to a bass and there's a tang fish and it goes up from there and then nice. there's a digital one where you can go in our conservation center and type in your name and it'll pop up on the screen, those are $50. So there's something that, you know, a group could do a little fundraiser and put a school name on there or a Girl Scout troop or something. Um, so it's been fun to see what people send in, what they want on their fish. So we have 500 plaques, um, so there's a limited number. And I think we're up to about 200 sold. Really? So it's going well, but that's a fun thing. But then we also will have volunteer opportunities. Yeah. Um, so people can volunteer in the aquarium, but also we'll be doing things outside in the region, maybe yeah. some stream cleanups and things like that to get involved in the water stewardship and conservation realm. Yeah. Um, so those will be posted, I'm going to say October-ish. Right. Oh, that is so awesome. And what a neat opportunity to volunteer at a facility like that, right? And we've already gotten interest, and I have a list of probably a hundred people already that have just said, I want information when you have it. Right, on volunteering. <laughs> um, yes, just to volunteer. I mean, yeah. there's 7,000 or more that have said, send me information on anything. Um, you know, mm -hmm. so people are excited and it's great to see. It just keeps the momentum going. And yeah, um, yeah so we're gonna have fun opportunities in the aquarium and even in the animal division, we'll have some. And um, so, uh, but then also working with the guests and greeters and 
wide variety and working in the conservation center with yeah. kids and schools too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So Tammy, let's go back to the employment opportunities. What will you be looking for in people that you want to hire to work in the exhibits and to work to greet the guests when they come in? So definitely attitude. We need people who are so happy to work with people that they don't mind working with thousands of people in a day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and definitely the ability to um, see a situation and be have their first reaction be, how can I help with that situation? Um, and then after that, you know, it's really just, um, we'll be able to teach you about the, all the exhibits. We'll have touch pool areas where guests can interact with the animals. So we need to train you on how to make sure that both the guest and the animal are staying safe during that interaction. Um, so, so many opportunities. Yeah. Um, and we do plan that if you're selling tickets one day, you might be then at a touch pool the next day. So it's not all one thing. Right. You'll be able to experience all of it. Yeah. Okay. And so you are accepting applications online as we speak? You are welcome to send your application in. We will probably start con uh, contacting people for interviews more like uh, September. All right, perfect. September. Which I guess is around. I was getting ready to say yes. September. All right, gotta take a break. Stay with us. Back in a moment. <laughs> Welcome back. So I need to give you guys some dates. The St. Louis Wheel is scheduled to open in October, right? Correct. And then the St. Louis Aquarium is scheduled to open in December. What a thrill. <laughs> this is so exciting. So Diane, give me a sense. We were talking in the break about what are you really excited about? Obviously the entire project. We know that. Yeah. But is there any one particular thing that you're just really, really thrilled about? Well, yeah, we were just talking about how um, there's so many things, but yeah. one thing I'm excited about is, you know, the architects were challenged with keeping that Union Station feel when you walk in and how to get you into this aquatic experience. And so I'm looking forward to seeing how they're going to make this come to life where you get on a train. Um, it feels like a train yeah. and it's a multimedia experience. You kind of go on this journey of water and then it drops you at your first exhibit, which is the Mississippi and Missouri Confluence. And you start your journey there. Sounds great. And thank you both so much for coming in. We thank appreciate you. it. And thank you for joining us for the Pulse of St. Louis. Remember, if you missed any part of the show, just download us in the iTunes and Google Play stores. Remember, for News 24-7, download the free Fox 2 News and 11 apps. See you next time. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.